0: Hey y'all, it's me again, Bonnie Violet. I just wanted to take a second and thank my Patreon members. Patreon members are folks who contribute on a monthly basis anywhere from $3 to $150 a month to support the work of a queer chaplain. Big shout out to Victoria Thompson, Jason Brandt, Brandon Stanton, Kim Silva, Brandy McCarg, Randy Sandknot, Bob Kaiser, Joey Huckmeister, Violet Rhiannon, Gabriel, Jonathan, and Patrick, and Todd Atkins-Whitley. Thank you so much for your continued contributions. And if you're interested in joining the Patreon, just check the link in the description. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bonnie Violet. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.
1: Welcome to the Boise Unitarian Universalist Fellowship and welcome to our first ever drag sanctuary. What a day to be here. I was just sharing with the artists earlier, just a few moments ago, that I was like, I love that this is the Sunday that brings everyone to church. <laughs> so, welcome those of you long-timers who we haven't seen in a while, those of you newcomers here for the first, second or third time. Thank you for sharing this beautiful day in this beautiful space with us. This Drag Sanctuary Service is a celebration of the freedom, joy, community, liberation, revolution, artistry, and spirituality of drag. And I am so very excited for this service today. So who is with me? You all clapped already. Let's (laughs) clap again. I appreciate so many of you who have reached out or or shared with me in passing how excited you are for today's service. I've gotten a lot of emails and, and texts and enthusiasm and, you know, I'm coming to that one and I am delighted. This opportunity really began to form, came to me in April of this year. So we've been thinking about this since April. When we say we are a spiritually diverse, justice-seeking, religious community with one great aim, to grow in love, we mean it. And today's worship service is evidence of how we live out that faith, those values, and our commitments. But I wanna share with you just a little bit about how I see drag. Drag is more than pure entertainment. Certainly, it's entertaining. And it's more than just dressing up for the sake of dressing up, especially when we are celebrating drag in church. Drag is an act of liberation and the ultimate act of self-expression. Drag is both a community and a movement. And those are two of the very same words we often use to describe Unitarian Universalism. Drag is a community of solidarity, and sometimes a community of protection, a movement for survival. Drag is countercultural, raucous and celebratory, while also pushing back against those rigid societal norms and binaries around gender expression, femininity, masculinity, humanity, what it means to be human and embrace who you really are inside. Those are the same. Things that we push back at here as a part of this congregation and our work together. And we all know that drag has been under attack historically, but increasingly so dangerously and violently so here in Idaho in the last few years. The passage of several anti-drag bills happened this last legislative session, and all of the related anti-trans bills that impact our larger LGBTQ plus community, and really all over the country, because this year, in fact, Tennessee became the first state to ban drag shows in public venues. And when extreme laws take root like that anywhere, we know that Idaho isn't far behind. But that was public venues. So that means we hold a unique space as a church, as a private venue to be able to celebrate and host drag in our spaces. And Unitarian Universalist churches across the country are doing so, opening their doors, opening their arms, and welcoming the drag community into their sanctuaries. Our drag community here in Idaho has had to endorse some of the most awful and hateful, intense words and actions in the country. And so we Unitarian Universalists do what we do when we see injustice rise up, we push back. We say not here, not in our house, not in our sanctuary because we mean it when we say whoever you are, whomever you love, however you identify, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, You are welcome here. And we say, drag is divine. My colleague, the Reverend Jamie Yandel, says, when kings and queens are on stage, their witnesses form a holy council. Here is where my God can be found, nestled in the crux and connection of humanity. So we proclaim drag is divine, and we work to live out those words because we believe the spark of the divine, however you define that for yourselves, that spark, that inherent worth and dignity resides in each and every one of us. Full stuff. So your presence here today, your presence online in our virtual community matters. We invite drag, when we invite drag into our church spaces, claiming it as spiritual expression and divine presence. We are practicing that radical hospitality, that wide welcome, that deep neighbor love that we regularly profess as a faith community. And these drag artists here today, many of them are siblings in faith. They too belong to their own churches. They are faithful people, they are our beloved. So it brings me so much delight And a deep honor to share this pulpit and our sanctuary with them today. And so I want to officially and formally introduce them to you. First, my co collaborator and co conspirator for today's service, Bonnie Violet.
0: Wow, how's everybody doing? Good, all right. Um, say hi. hi. Awesome. I don't know why, it just makes me feel a little less nervous. <laughs> so I, this just really means a lot to me as a drag artist to be in a church. Um, doing spiritual stuff is really rad, um, especially doing it in Idaho. Um, I've done a lot of these, I've done a lot of these services in like, you know, San Francisco and Chicago and, you know, larger cities and it's so nice to be home um, in Idaho doing this. And so what is a sanctuary? Sanctuary is a holy, sacred place. Sanctuary is the most sacred part of a place of worship. Sanctuary is a building or room for religious worship. Sanctuary is a place that provides shelter or protection. Sanctuary is refuge, shelter, retreat, haven, Residence, asylum, sanctum, harbor, oasis, a fortress. The sanctuary was a house for runaway teens. The refugees found sanctuary when they crossed the border. What is sacred? Sacred is simply worthy of awe and respect. Um, I know God can be a big word even in church. So um, what is sacred? Worthy of awe and respect. Um, I was thinking about, like, what is a sanctuary, and when did I first experience sanctuary? And I don't remember a lot of my childhood for reasons. I'll <laughs> we'll just say that. Um, and, but one of the first times that I could remember this sort of, I think, feeling of sanctuary especially from a kid's eyes. Cause I think, you know, sanctuary to me is like, it's just a place where you don't have, like you can just be, you know, like, and, uh, I remember, um, my dad, we, I grew up in Wendell, Wendell, Idaho. Um, and, uh, my dad, I was probably like, I think nine or 10. Um, and, uh, my dad was, he, he would load me up in the wheelbarrow, along with my brother and my cousin Mandy and my cousin James and my cousin Brandon and what other neighborhood kids were around. And he would put us all in this wheelbarrow and then just run through the yard with us in this wheelbarrow, which I'm sure nowadays people would be like freaking out. You know, like if, it, if you sat in a TikTok, I'm sure there'd be some reports being made somewhere. Um, but but in, in all actuality, I felt the safest One of the safest times I'd felt in my entire life. Um, It's really interesting that my father was a part of that. Um, Sanctuary was in that wheelbarrow that my father pushed me and my kin. Sanctuary was in that church I grew up in. Sanctuary was in my head where I've spent the bulk of my life. Sanctuary was at the kitchen table where my mom asked, what song would you like to hear at your funeral? Sanctuary was in the arms of my ex-husband. Sanctuary was in that friendship that led to assault. Sanctuary was in that stranger's room. Sanctuary was in the MDMA, the E, the K, and the T. Sanctuary was on the dance floor of the balcony, the Emerald Club, and even the Lucky Dog. Sanctuary was at Allies Linked for the Prevention of HIV and AIDS. Sanctuary was in my arms when my nephew took his last breath. Sanctuary was at Man's Country, Steamworks and low Buddies. Sanctuary was where my name couldn't stay out of your mouth. So one of the things that I've come to understand about this reflection of Sanctuary, too, is that... Um, many of my sanctuaries are, are no longer sanctuaries. You know, I think there's sometimes, uh, harm, you know, harm happens in these, in these sanctuaries. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes, you know, we, we end up getting hurt by the people in the spaces. I think oftentimes we outgrow them or we become different. You know, I think there's the perception that, um, like, I think sometimes, and I don't, I think this is kind of like my, my, um, I guess my call to being in this space with you all today is this idea of like, what is sanctuary and, and what is my role in sanctuary? I think from like a child's eyes and from like a less wise, maybe a child, maybe someone before, before I was age 40, we'll just say that, um, (laughs) that like a lot of times I was seeking sanctuary in sameness, Um, I found sanctuary with the queers in the clubs. I found sanctuary when I hearted Jesus with others who hearted Jesus. I found sanctuary in so many places. And um, once I began to see difference, or I thought I was different, I began to feel like I wasn't uh, safe anymore, or that wasn't the, the sanctuary for me. And I feel like that's really the, the challenge um, that I want to kind of like as an adult or as somebody who's older, I don't know. (laughs) I don't like call myself an adult, but (laughs) um, I, uh, you know, like I have come to see the value and difference um, and see safety even and growth and, and all that sort of thing. And so um, one of the things that I know about, like, having a dra- drag sanctuary, um, there was so a lot of there were people who were like, uh, can I go to that? You know, like, I'm not a drag queen or I'm not a member of the LGBTQ community or I don't even know what to do with God, <laughs> you know, um, and I was like, and, it, and that's perfect. You know, um, I a lot of what's made it OK for me to be back in, like, sanctuaries like this is not that it was full of people like me, but that I could be me around people who were not like me uh, and be loved and celebrated and not like that. That difference is actually like what brings us closer together. It's what, um, what I have to bring to the table um, versus the thing that makes me the same as you. And, that's, I think, one of the things that's so... It is important for us to find sanctuary and sameness. Sometimes that's the only place we can find it. Um, but I think oftentimes um, we find ourselves in situations where we, you know, like, how do we... I think especially as spiritual people who are trying to, you know, uh, have a spiritual way of life and maybe, like, I don't know, do something worthwhile <laughs> with, with this time that we have on earth that's, that's not just about us... You know, like, what is this role that we play in sanctuary? And so I would really, um, whenever invited, I think it's really important for us. When invited, <laughs> there are times when you don't get to go there. Um, but there are times like this when it's really important, actually, for people who don't look like me, talk like me, um, pray the same God as me, um, whatever. You know, like, the fact that you're here actually... Um, is part of my healing process, especially as somebody who's, who's dealt with you know, spiritual trauma. Um, I had to leave church because of my queerness, because of my HIV status, because of my addictions, because of my transness. And um, it's, it's, uh, it's been re- really important for me to find myself in familiar places, in those places that I once wasn't able to show all of who I am, to be in, you know, and I, I uh, I've been fortunate enough to not live in Idaho for <laughs> about a decade or so, and that was not meant to be shady at all. I realize how that sounded, and that's not what I meant. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I feel, I feel really grateful that I had the opportunity to to go somewhere else and to have a new experience, and and to really become to value um, difference um, because it really took me going into a different spaces in order for me to, um, to find more of who I am. Um, sanctuary is where all is sacred. Sanctuary is where I escape to. Sanctuary is where creation begins and ends. Sanctuary is where I am called by my name. Sanctuary is where intimacy spreads its wings. Sanctuary is where freedom and liberation need not exist. Sanctuary is where I go to hide so I can be seen, heard, and valued. Sanctuary is where I can bring all of who I am, even if I'm afraid. Sanctuary is where my uniqueness I'm going to say this again sanctuary is where my uniqueness could never be terminal sanctuary is where I am not told I am brave nor is it expected for me to be sanctuary is where my difference connects me to you no longer at our sameness sanctuary is when I stopped chasing the glitter and spent a little time in the dark Sanctuary is where I'm reminded that separation is a delusion and a lie. Drag is sacred, worthy of awe and respect. My drag sanctuary is often covered in rhinestones, Swarovski to resin. My drag sanctuary puts a twinkle in my eye and brings one to yours. My drag sanctuary lifts your spirit and mine. My drag sanctuary is a gift, a co-creation with the divine. My sanctuary softens the blow of life. My drag sanctuary is my gift to the world. My drag sanctuary is a safe place to be seen in. My drag sanctuary is where I care for my community. My drag sanctuary is where hope resides. Grace is received and given. My drag sanctuary is where I often escape to. My drag sanctuary liberates me and all who let it. My drag sanctuary is not that serious and at the same time life-saving. My drag sanctuary is at the parade, the rally, and yes, even church. Sanctuary Sanctuary is created when people different from myself allow me to be seen She's repeating herself, but you know that's. They say that's important when you talk. So, uh, <laughs> sanctuary is when I allow those different from myself to be a part of my healing. Sanctuary is where I always find myself, and yet struggle to find sanctuary. Sanctuary is my body. It finally is my body where I reside with Estradiol, Bictarvi, and Welbutrin. Those are medications. <laughs> uh, in the sanctuary, we offer ourselves at the altar. In the sanctuary, we dance like David, Electra, Angel, Candy, and Praytel danced. In the sanctuary, we soften the blow of life and increase it by infinity. In the sanctuary, we receive wisdom in our body. In this sanctuary... We widen the intelligence that dwells in our heart. In this sanctuary, we build strength of mind. In the sanctuary, I cry, I scream, I wail in pain, grief, anger, and even joy. In the sanctuary, I break open to more, never apart or fragmented. In the sanctuary is where I learned I wasn't broken, but broken open. In the sanctuary, I am a part of, something sacred among the sacred. In the sanctuary, I am we, and you are us, and we are them. Sounds like something from the 70s. (laughs) So (laughs) I leave this, I kind of just, um, I'm just kind of, again, putting it out there. It's been really thoughtful and helpful for me to think about. Um, sanctuary, and where I have found sanctuary, who I have met in sanctuary, and what sanctuaries maybe I would like to continue to find myself in, maybe these sanctuaries that I've never been before. Um, and so where do you find sec- sanctuary? Where do you create a sanctuary? Um, yeah, and then I'm, I'm just going to say three more things and I'm done. But uh <laughs> Got to, you know, bring it down a little bit. Um, So in the sanctuary, we receive wisdom in our body. In the sanctuary, we widen the intelligent that dwells in our heart. In the sanctuary, we build strength of mind. The end. Thanks.
1: Amen. Hey y'all,
0: Bonnie Violet here again. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about Splintered Grace Podcast. Splintered Grace Podcast just completed its fifth season entitled Still Seeking. Splintered Grace is a podcast that I co-host with my aunt, who is a conservative Christian and one of my biggest supporters in my Trans identity and just life in general. While many family members are choosing to no longer speak, we have chosen to sit at the table and engage in difficult conversations to find peace and restoration. Over our 24 year relationship, we have had a lot of ups and downs, and we haven't always really liked each other. We definitely never understood each other, and still, some of it we don't. But We love one another so much and so hard and really work hard to show up for one another. And our hope is that by listening to this podcast, others may be able to begin to have peace and restoration in some of their other relationships with family members and or other loved ones. Uh, Check it out. Splintered Grace Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Take care. Love you. Bye.